Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's happiest podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm Zoe B. I'm George. I'm Cass. And we're, I'm going to go out and limb here and probably say not fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, just me. I mean, your voice didn't, st- <laughs> didn't bode well to start with. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost like playing it up. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, lovely day. Bury the lead? No. Okay, so... Um, my wife was pregnant, then there was complications, and now she's not. And that happened not very long ago. Uh, still reeling from it all. Haven't quite come to terms with it all. Uh, I'm doing better than I was yesterday. Um, and again, it all just kind of comes in waves. So that's where I'm at at yeah. the moment. Uh, and it sucks. Uh, it's, uh, I was talking to one of my friends who... Uh, also suffered a miscarriage this year, and I was I was telling her, and she was like, "Ah, cool, get to join the club. No one wants to be a part of." Yeah, yeah, it 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 it's fucked. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, it's it's a, t- a terrible thing. I'm not still haven't quite come to terms with it all. It's very recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, like we've been we've been trying for a, a few months just to sort of see what would happen, mm. and it was this weird thing where it was like on a Monday. <sighs> Uh, did the test because it was just like, well, and this is the thing, like, you know, <laughs> a month beforehand, my uh, wife was like something ridiculous, like 15 days late. <laughs> and we were just like doing the test and yep. it was like negative. So we're just like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is all this? Um, and then she was like five days late and then it was like, okay, do the test. And um, very faint. I was thinking I was recording at the time. She got a text message with like a image being like, is there a line here? And I'm like, I think there <laughs> is. How <laughs> <Not> cruel. <laughs> Come on. That actually They're also, like, maybe. That also happened to a friend of mine and, and I, we were quite young and I was like, oh, it's a false positive. I've had one of those before. Mm. Don't stress the line. If the line's really faint, it actually doesn't count. Yeah, no, she was pregnant. Uh, <laughs> well, can I just test it again? Like, well, that's the thing is, well, you got to test. Just buy and, one. And, like, and they the come whole, in packs of one. They, no, they come no, back three, three or four or ten. Yeah. Some on the internet are bad. Um, and so is this Cass just isn't quite the hussy everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> Cass hasn't peed on enough sticks. Yeah. No, I'm uh, sorry. And so it was like, you're meant to do it like the first pee of the morning. Because that's when, like, the hormones. That's when the in. most babies. That's when the, the most baby <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hormone juice is there. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, you know, waiting for, like, you know, do it, do it again, and then the next day, and so on and so forth. And it was like, okay, cool. Well, looks like we are because it, it kept getting darker, uh, and that's what we're going to do. Then we ordered like 
um, like a bunch off the internet because, you know, cheaper because you can bulk buy like a pack of 20. Those ones... Cost savings, but also maybe a bit... (laughs) (laughs) Being realistic in a cynical sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, there's this like aspect where... Let's buy all these baby shoes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's that's all of them. Ah, they were never worn. Yeah. and so, yeah, it's this kind of thing where you're like, you in this like little bit of disbelief, you, you're getting your hopes up, but you're not, but you are, but you aren't. And, you know, you're not meant to tell people uh, until like 12 weeks for like this First very reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it was this kind of thing of like, okay, cool, let's just adjust and see what's happening. Those ones we got from the net were like, <laughs> I guess they're a bit cheaper because when we use them, <laughs> the line was like, Fainter again, and that caused my wife to be a bit of a panic. To be like, <laughs> it's going away. Basically, like, what, what does mean? this mean? And I'm like, how about we're comparing one brand? Let's go and buy like That's another hilarious. brand, or like let's go and buy the original brand that we've been using, and then the we can kind of like, see. Actually, I'm good. Maybe not because <laughs> yeah. we got like one which is like you know you can have like the positive or not, and then it can tell you how many weeks you are. Yeah, like you know there was like, the all, fancy one, the fancy mm. one, and it's like a pack of like four, so it's like three just yes or no, and one will tell you the weeks. And I'm like, why not? Do okay, it's fine, and so we got the same thing, and then like you know it was darker again. We're like okay, cool, and because my partner is in in um, you know, we're in Australia, and all her family are in um, the UK, and it was this kind of thing of like you know because the distance is so hard, and it's just like well we should tell them because you know like look let's just everything yeah, on yeah. the DL, but like I think inherently like when they're like you don't have to tell anyone. You can still tell your mum. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then, Depends and how much of a thing. snitch your mum is, though. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> that is That bitch told everyone when I got my fucking first period. So yeah. she oh. might not know. Yeah. Yeah, there was a party. That. <laughs> oh, no. What? There was all the women in my family. Sorry to go off. No, no, all no. the women in my family came over what, and, and I ate some KFC and we had a little fucking Menzies celebration. It was the worst. So you wouldn't get any of that as guys. It's so unfair. Yeah, well, your no, first ejaculation. Other girls don't get that. <laughs> You're right. Life is unfair it for is us unfair. men. You know what? Masturbation parties. Let's normalize it. <laughs> your first line. Uh, it's all You're going to have a kidding? little period party and yeah, yeah, all yeah. the women in your house are like, you're a woman now, Zoe. Childbearing years. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There is something Christ. delightfully pagan about it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, so we, we told um, my, my wife's family. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, we were trying to tell them, I think, because we found them on the Monday, and we were trying to tell them on, like, I think it was, like, the Tuesday the Tuesday, but then there was like extra, like just fights happening. <laughs> so we're like, let's wait a day. <laughs> and then we told them on the Wednesday, and that was really nice, really sweet. And then I had my um, my parents to come over on the, the Friday as well to tell them. And, you know, this is their, their first, uh, uh, you know, grandchild as well and all that kind of jazz. And like they were very happy. And, and then so um, it, was, it was interesting to learn more about like, I guess, the complications of my brother's. Because mum kind of went on a kind of like a bit of a tangent, as my mum is <laughs> it's often hereditary. It is. Uh, I have ADHD. Does she? I think yes. Um, so, yeah, it was very interesting to find out. Like, I was no complications with me, but my mum, my my first, the eldest brother, was uh, in. She was in hospital for like three months. The eldest, yeah. Because, like, he was very premature. Like, no. he could fit into a little butter dish. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy premature. And this Ooh. was, like, in, like, the early 80s, or, like, the late 70s. Like, 78, 79. And, yeah. And then I find out, like, again, this is, I found this later, actually, that um, my mum 
when she gave birth to my brother, like didn't see him. Like, because he went straight into intensive care. And like, for me, for like the first week or two, she just didn't see him because she was convinced he was not going to survive. Because mm. again, it was like yeah. 78, 79, and he mm. was so tiny. And then my other brother, uh, he tried to hang himself in the womb with the umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah, so I had to get uh, uh, a cesarean. And so, like, she was telling us all about that, and we're like, okay, cool, let's not. <laughs> let's, just, let's just focus on the happiness. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was the Friday. And then on the Sunday, um, yeah, um, partner was like just a bit crampy, and we're like, okay. And so we're like, okay, but looking up the symptoms and all those kind of things. So we'd booked because we've got a blood test to confirm everything. Like, you know, is pregnant? What happens now? Booked in a um, ultrasound for would have been last Friday. <laughs> that was a fun day. Oh, um, so booked that in, and uh, yeah, so she had cramps. And then we're like, that's fine, right? So you Google all these things. That's the first thing you do is you just Google them because you're like, what's going on? And they're like, okay, yep. And it's weird when they kind of take the um, the age of the, of the, of the I don't want to say baby. No. Because yeah. that makes it real. Yeah. Fetus. That makes it weird. <laughs> so, yeah. cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it a clump of cells? I don't know. It's very hard to justify what happened mm. and so it's like yeah when when they say so they take it from like the, the 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 day you missed your period and so it was kind of like well there was meant to be there or from for your last period so that's when it happened so then it's like four months plus however long many long you've, you've since uh, missed so it was like aged it to about six six weeks and so we're looking at these sort of symptoms it's like okay cramping is normal like it's when you meant to experience these kind of things at six mm. weeks. It's mm. when it's kind of settling in, making a home, and attaching itself to the uh, uterine walls. If it was clever, <clears throat> ours wasn't. So um, do it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. So it was like okay, cramping. That's that's fine. Um, bit uh, worrying. So I was like, you know, the whole day we're like, okay, but like you know, kind of keeping things, you know, relaxing, making sure she was like, you know. Ate when she was hungry, but like she wasn't really. She was kind of a bit yeah. filling off. And then uh, towards the evening, um, she had some uh, like some bleeding, some spotting. And we're like, okay, look again. And then like well, that seems also normal. Like that's that's a, it's a symptom. It's normal, mm. but I think separately <laughs> together, it's a bit more worrying. And so we end up calling like a twenty-four hour nurse um, thing like that. And just sort of going over the symptoms. Um, wife trying not to panic. <laughs> I'm trying not to panic. And, uh, yeah, it was this sort of intense kind of thing of, like, talking to the nurse, doing the symptoms, and also trying not to panic because <laughs> the nurse is going through this all and she's like, okay, you need to go to the uh, emergency room now. And I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Partner can't hear this. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, so then I'm like, yeah, 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 thank you very much, blah, blah, blah. You know, just kind of keeping that conversation going to try and make sure that nothing was like. Mm. And so we're like, okay, cool, thank you. Then we're like, okay, we got to go. Um, and then, of course, she's like, why is something wrong? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's like, it's all, these are all just normal. They're just, because it's so early and that kind of stuff, we're just doing, just to make sure. Mm. And so drove to the hospital. This was in, um, yeah, like 8 o'clock, 8.30 at night. And then, so we get to the emergency uh, uh, hospital and it's COVID times. So mm. 
I can't go any further. And so then my partner has to then just do everything by herself. Um, and so then they do tests, um, just like a blood test. And so the, the, the hormone level that they test for to see if like, the pregnancy is there is, is rising or rising. And so that's fine. So we're like, okay, I guess that's good. That's a good sign. And they did like a physical um, examination and there was no pain. So we're like, okay, that's good. And then like, but we want to do an ultrasound and we'll do that tomorrow because no one's around. So it's like, okay, she's in overnight. So I'm like, great. That's good. Back home alone. Good. Uh, <clears throat> let's focus on trying to, you know, make sure everything is fine. And of course we got this like early information and like, you know, her folks and that are on the, on, on the side of the world trying to like, uh, you know, get information. And like, there's not much information to, ha- you know, to be had right now, but here's, here it is. And then in the morning, partner wakes up and she's like, well, there's no pain. Everything's doing okay. Um, she's feeling okay. And they're an ultrasound. And then within this, the space of having the ultrasound, she was rushed to surgery. It was about 30 minutes. Mm. So they found that the little idiot decided to attach itself to the fallopian tube. So it was an ectopic pregnancy which is, is a very rare thing. It's not something that we needed to have checked for because we're not in any of the high-risk categories. It's this kind of thing where it's like if you are really young or really old, in quotation marks there, <laughs> of having a pregnancy. I think it's like 45 plus or um, like under 16. You know, if you have... Um, you know, had this kind of thing happen before. If you know uh, the one we have legions, uh, Picos, yeah, Picos, or um, I think there's another one. I forget the word, but the one where it's just like a lot of pain. Oh, uh, endo. <laughs> yeah, endo. So again, <laughs> there's like all these type of things where you're like that increases the risk, that increases the risk, that increases the risk, and we just <laughs> yeah. weren't weren't in any of them. So it was just one of those things where it was just just it's bad luck. Usually, it's a thing where they just you take a pill or an inject something like that, where it just kind of reabsorbs the 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 uh, whatever embryo. it is, the embryo mm. um, clump That's of cells. The word. Embryo. That's the one. Um, but because, and again, it's just like a rare thing on a rare thing. So that not only was it is it, is it um, that it also then ruptured um, her fallopian tube, and so so it kind of got lost and then through a tantrum. And so she had to have surgery to remove that fallopian tube as well as to uh, get rid of all the bleeding because there was, like, a lot of blood, which you then kind of pivot on a, on a dime because you're like, this is one of the leading causes of, of death in the mother mm. if this thing isn't isn't caught in time. Um. And like a lot of this stuff was, and I guess it really hurts because you weren't there, mm. <laughs> and we both had to do this independent, but together, <laughs> because you know she had to have this ultrasound, and then she had to sign the form to kind of agree to this surgery, basically straight away. <laughs> and so I learned about this via text <laughs> um, later. <laughs> And I couldn't be there before surgery because COVID and because it was so quick. Um, 
But apparently a nurse was there to console, which is really nice of them. So the surgery went okay. And again, it's sort of having to tell everyone. So having to like call up my parents and call up hers and her sisters and all of that. And then um, with my mum, like my mum did not cope with this well because it's bringing back her memories mm-hmm. of all the trauma she dealt with back in the 70s because they don't, you know, like you, you think about how mental health has sort of developed in sort of more recent years and now just minus 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, and, and so it's this kind of thing where, you know, my mum almost died. She almost lost a baby and she almost lost her second baby. Um, and I think my dad thought, um, my mum had died at one point in, in one of the pregnancies, but they had no therapy. Like they had no mm. grief counsel. They had no, mm. nothing to do with anything because, well, A, I, 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 you know, my parents are from that generation and that kind of mindset. Well, you only get therapy if you really, you know, have problems. If you're a crazy person. Yeah, if you're crazy. Yeah. And I'm not crazy. Mm. And, you know, your mum doesn't need therapy. She's got me. And I'm like, I don't mm. think that's mm. okay. Nah, she'll be right. <laughs> yeah, she'll be fine. So she didn't cope well with all of this. And so learn about all this. <laughs> and you, you kind of, what, what I guess it's that kind of, again, haven't quite come to terms with it all still. Mm. And it's this weird thing where you don't know what to grieve. <laughs> so surgery went as well as it could be, you know, as, as, as great as it could be expected, like everything ticking boxes. She was, had to stay another night because of all the blood loss, just to see if everything was okay. And it, it was just nice. Um, they let me in. I think people appealed to some medical boards to let me in to just see her. Because again, uh, re- heaps of yeah. heaps of restrictions in, in regards to COVID. Heaps of restrictions about that. I think you were only meant to be in there for two hours, one person for two hours only, and that was it from certain times. Uh, I got let in a little early because. I think they appealed to the medical board and before they even had a chance to sort of either okay it. Cause I think they okayed it, but that was only before, before the surgery, not after the surgery. But then I rocked up and then they're like, oh, fuck it, let's let him in. Mm. And then they just let me stay there. I, I think until close. Like, no, they, they sort of closed the door because we were in this one little ward um, or room that was to ourselves, which was really, I guess, nice. Um, and yeah, so meant to be in there for like two hours, but ended up being in there for like eight which, again, I don't know if it was just, like, a nice thing they did or if it was just one of those things they forgot about. Either way, it was lovely. And, it's, yeah, it's just this weird experience now of just... I have to tell people that, hey, we were trying for a kid and we were for a bit and now we're not, and now we're dealing with this, and and we were expecting our whole life to kind of change. Because, again, it's this, like, emotional whiplash mm. of, like, being so excited to now whatever this is. <laughs> mm. And each day is a bit better. Some days are a lot worse. <laughs> and some days are better. And it's this weird thing because, like, people are being really nice. And sometimes you're like, I don't want that. <laughs> and I want that focus. I don't want people to be that. I just want people to be normal. Mm. I want people to come over and just be fine. And sometimes you just want people to kind of give you that pity or not. And it's just this weird thing where you're like, because it's not the end of the world. It's not like it's changed a lot of things. Because, again, it's like we still want to have a kid. And, and she's still capable. And it's still capable. I should probably mention that as well. 
And because, again, I, I don't know much about anatomy. Um, and then women's anatomy. <laughs> like that's uh, – so, yeah, with, with the – A lot of doctors don't either, man. It's fine. No, that's, that's good. Like so, yeah, so um, the whole fallopian tube was just completely gone because little shit just fucked it up. Um, again, you can, this is why we know it's ours. So completely bad with direction and then just had a bit of a tantrum. And so it's like we had to go, they had to remove the whole fallopian tube, but the, the ovaries both were just were fine. And so apparently if the, so I think it was the right one that was, um, removed. If the right ovary releases an egg, the left, um, fallopian tube can just grab it, which I don't know how that makes any sense, yeah. but apparently it does. Which is... Right? Yeah. And so in yes. terms of uh, mm. fertility and that, it's nothing has been lowered. The only oh, really? Yeah. The only, okay. the only thing that's increased is the chance of it happening again. Mm. Can um, you, if you plan for it better, you can stop it better next time? Or is well, it not this, the case? This is a kind of weird thing because, again, if we had known what we would have done would have been this because you just do an early scan. Yeah. And yeah. this was like a week uh, after we found out, which is basically when you would have had the scan. Right. So even if we had done everything Damn. correct, maybe we would have gotten a scan, say, on the Friday. Maybe she wouldn't have lost, um, say, the fallopian tube. But it still would have happened the way it happened. Mm. Maybe less traumatic, but still traumatic. <laughs> so now it's as if it ever happens again. Like The, the moment we find out, <clears throat> we just have to book an early <laughs> scan. Um, because there is like an increase of like, I think it's 10% or something like that. Because now that you've had it, it might happen again. Mm. But because the fallopian tube is taken out, like that was, I guess, the problem one. Maybe the other one is good. <laughs> so so the, the doctor was like, yeah, the, look, the chance of this happening again are very low. But yeah, it was a, it was a scary time. It was a, a horrible time. And it's very... Weird, because again, you're experiencing grief, and everyone experiences grief in a very different way. Um, and yeah, it's it's just grieving for like what was going to happen, like what all those kind of things you sort of plan for. And like you know, I told you know a couple of very close friends, I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. This is how we're going to change. And like, I started already going into that mode. Yeah, and it was this kind of thing where you know you, you are that little nervous at the start. And then it's suddenly started getting more and more excited. Mm. I know my partner was just like, like that Friday, that Saturday was like when she got really excited for it all. And like when it really kind of clicked and kind of kicked in. And it is this kind of thing where it went from zero to a hundred very fucking quickly. And, and so now it's just kind of dealing with that. And so when she was discharged, um, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of, I guess, pamphlets and that kind of stuff. Um, and so we kind of made like a little doom pile of grief <laughs> that sat in the kitchen counter for a bit. And then we're like, let's move that to the doom drawer. <clears throat> um, and they gave us a candle, uh, which was nice, but also a little funny. <laughs> and I don't know how to kind of react to it. Cause like, like a scented candle? <laughs> no, just a plain <laughs> candle. And it was just kind of like a thing. Because you know, I, I guess to, to, to light at some point is a bit of remembrance or whatever. And it's and it's really nice. Like a lot of people kept, you know, they got a lot of flowers and a lot of chocolate, which was nice. Um, uh, and someone sent us a whole plant, so got to look after that one because <laughs> if that dies, oh boy. Um, 
so and then there's like little things that kind of pop up and those kind of things that just it's just it was a week of intense emotion <laughs> yeah of like so intense riding a high yeah and then and then like one of the lowest two lows. days of just yeah hitting a, yeah. a fairly very very like a low and now it's just kind of riding that out yeah so when when my partner came home like again it's those weird things that you 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 have to then sort of do like because with the pregnancy test we were you know she was doing every sort of like sort of day to kind of like you know make sure and see the line go darker and we were writing the dates on them then just like grabbing them and <laughs> throwing them in the bin and you're like wow <laughs> that's it and there's like so many of that that we were sort of doing together that we just you end up having to throw it out like Again, calling up uh, the ultrasound, being like, you don't need that anymore. And just those little tiny things, because, again, you're having those, like, apps and stuff that you can kind of track a lot of stuff. And I think at that point it would have been about as big as a blueberry, which is a weird thing to kind of mentally have. (sighs) Definitely an embryo. So, yeah, definitely an embryo. Blueberries (laughs) are so varied in size. Yeah, I know. At one point, you're like, oh, it's the size of a tomato seed. And then, then <laughs> it's that weird thing, because, again, you don't want to say, like, it was an embryo. You don't want to say it's a clump of cells, or you don't want to say it's, like, a baby. And it's, it's this weird thing, because you, you don't want to give it as, as more, like, whatever the word is. like Personified. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it was just a clump of cells. But it was just more, I guess, the potential. It was hope. Yeah. 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 It was excitement, and it was, it was everything, you know, because in the – Ten years I've known you, the idea of being a dad has been like your thing, you know, and so to have that excitement of it, like oh, it's finally happening, to then be just absolutely ripped away from you guys is so heartbreaking because there's no one I know who deserves a little fucking rugrat running around. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just this weird. Just melancholy, just is like with with the announcement with with us telling um, everyone, like in terms of our, our our parents, it's this kind of thing where you know the due date was um, February twelfth, which was the day I proposed, which was kind of weird, and it was like that was the due date, and it was this kind of thing where it was like due to Australia being where we are, it was this thing where we're like, well. Her family isn't going to be able to be here. So that sucks. Um, so now maybe if uh, things happen again. And there's another weird thing is like yeah. we, we can try again in, in after the, uh, it's six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's so soon. So soon. Good on Woman's the human body. Yeah, yeah. I know. What's going on in there? I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It literally just Witchcraft. has to go through one cycle and then it's like yeah, we got yeah, it. Yeah, we're clearing it out. We're fine yeah. now. Yeah, good. <laughs> Which is insane to me. So, yeah, there's these, like, weird little things that keep popping up and we go days without crying, but then we don't and then it'll just be a thing. Mm. And it's it just comes in waves. Mm. And that's, I guess, grief. It just keeps coming in waves. Yeah. Man. I think it, it is so worth saying that you and your partner have been so exceptionally brave through this whole thing because there is such a – Still such a taboo 
behind this, you know, to talk about miscarriage, to talk about miscarriage openly, mm. you know, for the fact that you guys kind of, you could have very easily just been like, something's wrong in her tum and we had yeah. to go to surgery. Like, you didn't have to tell us, you don't have to do this podcast, you know. Mm. The fact that you guys have made that decision to be so open and honest makes it a little easier for someone else who's going to go through it. Yeah, there's this kind of, I mean, my partner was still talking about this in like in her sort of culture, like um, you, uh, it's very much, you're yeah, hushed, hushed. You don't mm. talk about it, that kind of thing. It's these kind of things you're like, oh, yeah. Shush. <laughs> Whereas we're taking that kind of stance where, again, it, it's, just, it, it's just bad luck. Mm. It was bad mm. luck that it happened. In terms of the ectopic pregnancy, like that is a, it's, it's, it, it happens. It's just bad luck. Yeah. We weren't in any of the categories. It was just bad luck. And then it was bad luck again that it ruptured. And that, that again was just like another thing that was very rare. It just happened that we got the two things that are very rare. We got, you know, we won that lottery. <laughs> but, there is that weird thing of like that taboo where you don't talk about it. You don't want to do anything about your shush. But again, that to me means that there's sort of blame there. There is like something there that we should be ashamed of. And I don't feel like we need to be ashamed here. We just need to be sad about it. This is the part where like, uh, and I mentioned to you already, because I'm a bit older, so I've got a few friends. Well, Mm. quite a few friends now married and getting pregnant and stuff. And it's, Common, like yeah, and I know so two common. to three. Yeah. I know one, um, which I'm not going to mention, but he he mm. told me about how he was having issues, and since then they haven't had a kid. So it's like, as in like, but that was a different one because it was like she had before mm. they even got started. Mm. So it's, there's tragedy like all around you with this stuff, yeah. and to varying degrees. The only thing I and like this is this is good. This is almost cold. I'll be honest, but it actually comes oh, from my, my eldest brother. So my eldest brother's had three kids. He said once. Uh, he understood, and he's after he's had the kids. He goes, he gets. He's like, I get what the Spartans were doing, you know. Like in, when you have the baby, that's when you check it out. If it's no good, get rid of it. Like that was his view then <laughs> yeah. about Spartans because he's like, it's not alive yet. Like as in, it's not a thing. And I think like oh, that's crazy. Like that's full extreme. Yeah. The thing I say is like, I reckon the conversation should switch to being honest about the fact that, and this is me again, very cold, mm-hmm. but like it isn't anything. It's literally you're one step above trying to get pregnant and then you're in that first trimester i don't think it's a point yet where it's anything beyond medical like as in that's you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's like you're trying to get your cycle right to get pregnant Mm -hmm. and now the baby's like now now the thing started but i feel like until it's like your first trimester Mm. i reckon it shouldn't be true yet like it shouldn't be seen as a bad thing or anything it's literally just a medical procedure at that point until after that phase because i think that's psychologically it's messed up people i think think it's just it's it's a thing there especially if you're actively trying i think it's so the mindset is different. Mm. Yeah, well, because you're like because if you've got if you have to wait three months before yeah. you're allowed to do anything, that's three months of you know getting ready for a different kind of life. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's rough. That's really rough. Yeah, and that's a thing now where it's just like we're just I guess cautious now. We're now very much the idea of like, well, I guess if it if it happens again, mm. if and when, it's just well, I guess we just shut the fuck up mm. <laughs> until I guess she's ready to pop. We're like, no, 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 she's not pregnant. She's just fat, aren't you, hon? <laughs> yeah. 
You Big just old been eating fatty too bumba. many things. She's eating good. <laughs> She's eating good. She's eating for one, though. She's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and even, like, at that case, you know, you never know. I, I had some cousins who had a completely healthy pregnancy and there was a complication during the birth and yeah. the baby didn't survive. Yeah, and there's a thing. You know, like, and that's so many things so that happen. Don't laugh then. at that. <laughs> so even then. Yeah. Seven. Even then. Just the just... diet one. <laughs> exactly. You know? Uh, that more stress to the scenario. No, uh, but that's one of my, my favourite books, uh, like graphic novels, is, like, mm. Rosalie Lightning, which is about their, their child dying at I think like four years old mm. it's just there is so much tragedy in the world but that's, that it's that's, fucked it's yeah. the gamble that you inherently take yeah. by yeah. wanting it you know and and the problem is is that grieving something that is all hope and potential is is feels like a really difficult process and yeah. is a weird thing to experience I I can't relate to to the the level that you guys are feeling right now but I know when I found out I couldn't have kids mm. that was a grief process of something that was still an abstract let yeah. alone like a, a somewhat tangible thing that you no, have. It, it, again, it, it's still an abstract yeah. for us. Mm. And so again, is this? I think it's very similar in that you're just grieving this abstract yeah. because it, it. You're right, George. It wasn't real, like in terms of like a living thing. No, it was just a, a, a cluster of cells that has like the potential to be something more. Mm. And again, that's sort of what we were grieving and are grieving. Yeah. Is that kind of and just that's completely fair? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like there, there's this we, you know, we're reading because um, we've got these fucking pamphlets, which are mm. great. And it's just like you know, pamphlet for mum, pamphlet for dad. I don't know, reading those as well, and it's just this weird kind of one. Like one of the, the pamphlets had this uh, story, which was just like basically the scenario was your baby is born but is destined to die soon. Mm. So just you know, you play and care and all that kind of stuff, and, and spend as much time with. The child you have, and I'm like, well, fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want to read about that now. Like, yeah. that that seems a lot worse. <laughs> and I can't. I don't want to empathize with someone living through that because I'm living through something that is arguably easier than living through that. Mm. And I don't know. Each sort of time you sort of like, yeah, pick something up, or, or you sort of doing the things that we're sort of doing for in preparation for. It's this. Yeah, it, it almost like it's, it's emotionally exhausting. And mm. then there, there are people, like friends of mine, that I haven't told because, you know, A, because of COVID, and they're like, you know, the, you know the good, those good friends that you have that you see every, like, three to four months. Yeah. And it's just like, well, <laughs> that's going to be a fun conversation mm. because it's like when we eventually can see them or when we finally tee up time, it's kind of like, do we even mention it because we'll be so far past our grieving mm. process. But hopefully then you can mention it without it being a big deal. A big mm. deal. Like that was one of the things that the, my friend who had her miscarriage at the start of the year, she, mm. she'd only known for one day yeah, right. that she was pregnant and then had a miscarriage and she was like having a dinner party and she was like, everyone needs to leave. Mm. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, right. She just kind of made the, the decision to tell people and from that, like, she was like, I just started telling people and people just had to cop it mm. because, it, like, especially if I didn't know them super well, like, I would tell them but I wouldn't go into detail yeah. about it. So, like, she was over. She'd obviously, she'd told me and we'd sat there and we'd cried and, you know, we'd had our moment and then we went out and my roommates were there and they were like, you're all looking weird, what's going on? And she just said, she's like, I had a miscarriage mm. and that was it. There, she was like, I'm not answering any questions. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. She's like, I had a miscarriage. I am sad. Yeah. And everyone was like, okay, yeah. That makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you don't have to go into explicit detail with everyone that you speak to. Yeah. Again, like I, 
That's very true. Mm. And it's just that kind of thing where it's like, I, it's weird because now. You don't owe anyone your <laughs> vulnerability. Yeah. And it's. Now we're we're looking towards more more hopeful mm. in that like we're we're more you know very hopeful of what the future will bring yeah. and that kind of stuff and it was almost like well I guess we had a practice run uh, <laughs> that was nice um, yeah you know what to look for fuck that up and now we can keep it going it's good yeah. you know it's uh, yeah and that and that's the thing it's just like now we know what to look out for and now we know what to do, to do and it is that kind of thing where it 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 sucks being a performer because like. I've got a few live shows soon <laughs> and I don't really want to do them. Mm. I don't really want to move at points. Yeah. And it's just this weird thing of like this duality of what you have on a personal life and what you have in a professional life. And that, that is at best Z grade celebrity. Mm. <laughs> where you put Please. Your, we're, oh, we're not a letter yet. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're the, the beta. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where you have this kind of like, I guess, relationship with an audience. Mm. And it's this kind of thing where, you know, you're meant to get up there and perform. Yeah, have ha, a, ha dancing monkey ha, man. Ha, have mm. a, have, make people have a good night yeah. and then move forward. And, but, like, it's just very hard right now. But I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sad clown? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that doctor who said you were like Pagliacci? <laughs> Fuck, that was, that's one of the funniest... I saw him again recently because uh, I had uh, I've gotten diagnosed with ADHD finally. Um, Yay! So I'm trying swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. Um, found that out on the Thursday, um, which was great. And then then all this happened. And gave man, some pills so you could really focus. On like, <laughs> that man trying to get the pills uh, yeah. because my the the person I spoke to psych. Psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They were like, yep, here are the options. And then, so I've been trying to then, I went to like a doctor, that, 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 that doctor, and then he was like going to the ADHD stuff. And he's like, got a new live shows coming up soon. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> I do. Um, but Sad then, little clown. And then they were like, oh, you need to b- talk to a different doctor and they're not available for a few more days. I'm like, okay. And then went there and then like, okay, well, they haven't given you an exact idea of what, medication you have so we need to talk to them and then you'll maybe get a script <laughs> so i'm like well i thought because it's, it's speed baby yeah that's so, why the so, audacity yeah, of asking we... you to make multiple appointments <laughs> i know <laughs> i know like in t- t- like again. oh and i saw the pile of forms you had to fill out too <laughs> i know that doesn't feel the interesting novel challenging or you uh urgent <laughs> that doesn't feel any of the yeah, so like the forms to fill out just sat on a coffee table for two to three weeks and then finally did all that kind of stuff, finally did all this kind of stuff. Yeah, because it hits the urgent point. It yeah. skipped like, through I, the first three. I should do these. And then, yeah, like booking two appointments, <laughs> going to those appointments and then still being like, wow, I can see why this is an uphill battle for a lot of people. And I th- and from talking to other people who have ADHD, I've had it easy. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's such a fun thing to do. And it just would be nice to have a th- my brain calm. But, you know, swings and roundabouts. Um, so that's been my week or three or four. I don't know. I lose track of time mm. at the best of times. Wait, wait, you have issues with time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, what? It's, tra- it's, tra- it's crazy. Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're talking to the, 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 again, psychiatrist or psychologist. I don't I, 
Psychiatrist? That's the one who Medicine is Kai. <coughs> Medicine is Kai. Brain is Kol. <laughs> yeah, I just won't remember. So psychiatrist, if, this isn't going to help at all, but yatro means a, doctor yeah. in Greek. So psych doctor <laughs> instead of psychologist, which is someone who studies the brain. Yeah. So, so psych doctor is the one who can actually prescribe stuff. Okay, so ologist does not prescribe. Yeah. No. Okay, cool. So psychiatrist, so talking to them, and then we're like going through my history. Because I, th- I always figured like ADHD, this is the thing, symptoms, these are things I have, blah, 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 blah. But then they kept asking me about like other things, like big life events and like my decision making and all this kind of stuff and they were like oh yeah that is a symptom of ADHD which kind of like blew my dick off because I was like fuck off <laughs> like all the all the failed degrees that I have or attempted um, all, hey all, don't yeah. don't blame your ADHD some of us have failed degrees without having a well yeah but how many so how many? This one. Yeah, the yeah. difference with me Quitter. is like five uh, or six. You've got a certificate out of a master's program. That's true. Yeah. That's Which easy, if different. anything. It's yeah. much easier to, it's much harder to quit an easy program. I also quit a master's program. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I quit a master's program, one degree, two degrees. <laughs> one of them you completed the first year and you did get a certificate. That's true. I, I think you should honour that achievement. Yeah. That's true. I so, think you should go back to Chinese medicine and figure that shit out for us. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, uh, it, it would was, be convenient it, for us. It was boring for me, so no. Um, and, yeah, so those kind of things where I'm like, fuck, I didn't really realize all these big things were also because of dumb brain um so that was also different brain different not dumb brain um <laughs> dumb brain not related to the ADHD. <laughs> separate yeah, separate issue of just dumb uh so that's also again because again it was like reeling from this and then all this other trauma and now i'm just like a bit of a mess yeah uh dealing with this all and then having to still kind of function uh but we'll get to that at a later date so yeah, so I'm I'm sad. I, I'm going to remain sad. I think for a while uh, that won't change. Um, and yes, you should stay sad. And yeah. you're allowed to feel your feelings. Yeah, and this like, is one of those situations. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And like chatting to like other people who I'm like I know tangentially, which is this weird thing because again, it's like you, for some reason I can be a bit more open and honest with yep. like. People Strangers. I have a sort of a, 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 a acquaintance with, yeah. as opposed to like my best buddies. Yeah, because not going to cook it as much. You're like, I'm not going to talk to you tomorrow. So I can yeah, just yeah, yeah. Put I can just the, and, and they're then, not yeah. going to necessarily be on your back about checking in and stuff if you don't. If that's not what you want, if you haven't worked out the kind of support you need yet, you can yeah. be like, oh, I can just tell this person, yeah. and no consequences. Yeah, I know. And actually, that might be why. Um, the, from a non anything to do with shame or whatever yeah. reason why some like miscarriages don't get talked about is because yeah fuck telling anyone at the start when you have to go through this shit because you got to explain it to like fifty more people mm. and then by the time you've gone through it all and it's finished you're still like I'm not gonna tell anyone because I don't have to deal with all that stuff so then by the time you're gonna start talking <laughs> about it it's like two months down the track three months down the track and you're like yeah whatever like it's yeah, in, yeah, yeah. there could just be that human element of just laziness because yeah. you're like you avoid it's talking about it because you don't want to go through it at the time yeah. and then afterwards you're like uh, mm. yeah. I guess that's a thing. Like, like, if you ask me, I'll tell you. But yeah. you're not hey, gonna like go on about it. And so, taking these kind of people, it's it's nice because they also have stories. Like yeah. someone like, oh yeah, we had a false positive, and there was this. You know, we had this like same kind of thing. Yours sounds a bit more intense, but like we. <laughs> did do this thing and there was like a period of time when we we didn't know if we could conceive. And then they're like, oh, we had a, a new someone and they, they, they had like, you know, two weeks off work, but honestly they needed more and all these kind of things mm. where it was just like, yeah, because no one really talks about it. It was interesting to hear other people's stories and other people mm. kind of going through that, yeah. I guess, journey for lack of a better word. Mm. But it, it sucks. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to 
put into words. It just it sucks. And it you've just... joined a club no one wants to be a part <laughs> yeah. of. And it and it and it hits out of sometimes yeah. no nowhere. Yeah. And it and it just it'll just creep up. Yeah. Because and, it is grief. It is mm. grief. Yeah. Just, uh, just Have like, you heard? Oh. Nah, just no. Nah. <laughs> he was just making <laughs> noises. He well, wanted attention. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. This is this actually ties into a lot mm. of the stuff we talk about in here. Mm. And this is like me again coming from a different slightly angle, but like your emotions are valid always, obviously, like whatever you feel. But like this is almost a case where framing it, I feel like it's bad that we frame it in a way that it is like you shouldn't feel bad for feeling grief, but at the same time be like, yeah, but it's like feeling grief that you didn't get her pregnant this month. Like a slightly more version of that. Mm. Like that's the framework we should be looking no, at. No, because again. I think there was Because like I'm was saying is it, there is a level within – I'll again, arbitrary yeah. line, but let's say first trimester, I would say that's almost – just one step above, oh, you managed to get pregnant that month. Mm. You know what I mean? Like until after that, you can start. I mean, yeah, and if I you're a cold-hearted robot, yeah. I agree. Yes. Well, I'm just saying society, we should almost put that in because it's so normal <laughs> yeah. that it isn't the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, it's that it's kind of thing where- It's beneficial that everyone yeah. actually thinks of it like that. Well, yeah, yes yeah. and no. I, I think it's kind of that thing where we're, we're grown up with like, you know, in, in media and like all those kind of like sitcoms and films that we watch. It's all the Christians. Where people get like, they get pregnant and that's like the big news and that is it yeah um and they just it, it's all it's not always but it's like very much like that's the happy news that's the season ender that's the finale that's yeah. the pro- plot of the movie they're pregnant things are going great tickety-boo great and unless the story is about a miscarriage or is about um losing a, a, a baby or a child or whatever you want to call it or a clump of cells mm. that that that's just not the focus you know what yeah. i mean so mm-hmm. it's like we're sort of conditioned to be like and I am conditioned to be like, yay, we're pregnant, good. Yeah. And job well done. This cool. is going to be a fun well, nine I months. Well, I think you also, like, then, like no. logically know that it could happen, but also there's that thought that's like, it's not going to happen to well, me, Well, yeah, because I'm the main character in my yeah. story and yes. I don't need a tragedy right yeah. now. I need a win, so... What I'm saying is, in like, I guess the way I'm trying to say it is framing-wise, yes, but, like, that even saying we're pregnant is almost like, don't even say it until the first trimester is well, done. That's, that's the they, whole point. That's but but you can't but like, stop yourself from feeling excited about it, Yeah, though. yeah. And I think yeah. that's what's making the grief probably a bit harder Yes. Is that you had that week of excitement where it was yeah. like, oh man, because like I think comparatively, like if you found out that she was pregnant by the fact she was having a miscarriage, mm. would have probably been a bit different. Yeah. You know, and so you got to have that week of excitement and you got to have that week of hope and you got to have that yeah. little journey. As small as it was, it was still really important because this wasn't like this was a planned thing. This was something that you guys wanted. This is like how you guys plan mm. your life on going. So even if, you know, it's not necessarily about telling people, but having that excitement internally is going to result in grief if it doesn't work out. Yes. And and, and again, it's this kind of thing where you're right. It was a, mm. a week of that because you, you were riding those highs yeah. and because mm. we had that shared. And then you got a fun little mm. secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had that sort of like that shared excitement with um, which my no offense, wife's I'd family. I saw you during that week, and you didn't let on at all. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're, Very good job. Thank you. Um, Great secret keepers. Yeah, we're all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was that shared excitement with you know my partner's family mm. and then my family, mm. um, and, it, and it was just kind of like you know we were all very happy. Mm. You know, you it it really stings and it hurts to hear like your own mother crying yeah. down like a phone line 
and her going through grief as well yeah. and her being like, we were so excited on Friday. I'm like, I yeah. fucking know. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't helping. Yeah. I, I, once again, like when I found out that I could have kids, mm. the hardest part about it was watching my mum grieve. Yeah. That that was, I, I think I, I was, I was still a teenager, so I think I was a little bit too young to fully comprehend what was happening mm. as like a less than abstract concept. Um, but I remember like the night I found out because my mum was at the doctor's with me when I found out and we came home and I was like, well, and like we started mm. watching TV and was like kind of put that in a bin for when I can deal with it mm. mode. Where I, And I just remember hearing my mum crying and my dad just kind of consoling her and my mum just being like, she's going to miss out on so much and hearing that and just being like, oh, man, maybe I should take this more seriously. Maybe. Yeet it in the bin. <laughs> but but the hardest, even even yeah. once I processed it, hearing my mum grieve was probably the hardest thing. Yeah. And, because and, I can deal with my own grief. I can deal with my own shit. But knowing that I've mm. not personally, like, intentionally inflicted no. it on it but have caused someone else pain was. Yeah. You're like, that sucks. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, and again, because, of, like, the time differences in, in here in the UK and mm. it just, it, it's it's heartbreaking to watch mm. um, my partner's family just not be able to be here because they are a very close family and they want to be here. Like yeah. we're coming up to two years of not yeah. seeing them, and you know we've 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 already missed so many milestones. Like they've missed the engagement, the wedding. You know we've missed you know, um, the, you know, the birth of her her sister's baby. It's this kind of thing where we're just there's so many things we're missing. And it just hits home even further. And it's just having to be on the phone to, like, her dad, well, I'm breaking down. And then her sister, well, I'm breaking down. Mm. And it's just, it's so hard to do. But I guess you sort of manage. Like, we we went through, like, when my partner broke a knee. Like, (laughs) same thing to be like, hey, yeah, I'm, this has happened. Um and same kind of concept. Like, hey, look, this has happened. Yeah, can't do shit. She has uh, had a bad run of luck health-wise in this country. Yeah, look. So many hospitals. So many hospitals. Um, but, like, again, we just, we're sort of getting through it. Everyone has been really nice. Um, like, Fuck tr- if they're mean. Uh, well, well, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? You're right. Uh, good fucking point. In fact, that, no one's been nice enough. Bare minimum shit. Are you serious? Um, fair, fair, fair. Uh, but like, like Trent was the first person to find out because he just came to the studio um, that morning. That's weird. Yeah, and it was just great um, uh, to to. Hey, buddy, gotta go. <laughs> him coming in and just like having to, to he smells really nice. Yeah, he does. He does. He smells lovely. Yeah. Um, hugging uh, Trent and just crying and trying to get out the fact that we lost. Um, again, what words do you use? No, because... but for you, it was a baby. Yeah, for you, it was a baby. I can't imagine what he was going through that moment of being like, "What is happening?" <laughs> This is all very new information. <laughs> I just came in here to upload a file. <laughs> um, but he was a sweetheart. And he is. He's he the is, best. Yeah. And he gives such good hugs. He does give good hugs. Such good hugs. Um, and then it's just, yeah, ev- everyone, again, it's been very nice, as they fucking should. <laughs> um, and it's just, yeah, it's just been a, a weird ride these last few, few, because, again, it's that apathy. It's that kind of stuff where you're like, wow, I haven't eaten today. Um and then kind of forcing ourselves both to, to do things, yeah. um, to get out of bed and, and to shower. It's crazy, all those little things that you, you, you just don't do. Um, mm. 
because you're sad. Which I think, you know, you hear about, at least I hear about when, you, when people with depression. I'm just like staring at you being I'm, like, I'm yeah. waiting, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the time. But like, yeah, it's that kind of thing when, like with depression. It's, yeah. it's that thing where you're like, oh yeah, I have not showered in a week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, no, you get stinky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's those, and it's, doing the big tasks is kind of easy, easier because mm. you're like, oh, I got to get it done. Mm. But the self-care things where you're like, I just shower, mm. eat, mm. brush teeth. Mm. Brush teeth is a big one for me. Because I'm like, oh, just to get up to do that, yeah, not fucking worth it. I've had brush teeth days where I'm like, I'm like, you know what? How does the idea of simply rolling over, yeah, calling it bedtime, and I'm like, turn off the light. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> I thought I thought I cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> treat it as a little treat. Be like, yeah. no brush teeth. No be brush good teeth. for as, good as a little treat. Um, yeah. Now you guys, it 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 sucks mm. to to. To watch this, you know, as 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 your friend, and so I can't imagine what, like, the level in which you guys are feeling it. Yeah, and it's just each day is is its own yeah. thing. And again, it you know when we when it first started happening and all all this kind of stuff, and it it does just come in waves. Yeah, and it's that's the the way I can describe it is that you just it you're on a you're in water, yeah. <laughs> and it's just. Yeah. Sometimes it's really calm, and then sometimes you look into the horizon and you're like, "I think it's calm," and then you just get dunked. And it's just one of those things where it just keeps coming in waves. And some days it's really still, and others it's not. It's very choppy. I saw a, recently um, a video on because I've I've also always used the wave metaphor, um, but like a, a different way of looking at grief. And you know, everyone's brain's different. Um, so I didn't fully agree with this one, but I thought it was really useful. It was like the ball in the box mm. theory, if you've heard of that. Mm. So it's like there's a little square and your grief is a ball and at the bottom of the square is a button and at the start the ball is the size of the square. So the button is constantly compressed, but then over time the ball shrinks and shrinks and shrinks so it bounces around. And when it's still pretty big, it mm. might bounce up and down, but it's yeah. still hitting the button. And then it shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. So it might be a little bit further and you that's bouncing around and then eventually it'll still hit the button again and it'll still, you know, yeah, yeah. fucking be grief and be horrible. But it'll the button like the ball gets smaller, so the yeah. button doesn't get hit as frequently. And I was like, Well that's and probably a, not as hard either. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm well, trying to work with this metaphor. <laughs> no, it is well the, the person <laughs> describing it was like the button's still a button and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm like the button's still a button, but does he is it like a tactile button or is it like yeah, on well, off, it, you know what I mean? Think, is I it, think the person saying it was like every single time the button gets hit, it's the same that's, shit. That's, no, I, I, I don't agree with yeah, that. I don't agree with that. But Yeah, look, I don't agree with that as well. As someone currently going through with it, there are times when the button is brushed yes. and there are times <laughs> when it is slammed. Yeah, yeah so. but I, I like Those the, brushes are weird because you're like, nope. Yeah. No. Like tingling in your nose and your eyes get yeah. all wet and you're like, mm. hold it in. Sometimes. <laughs> Correct me if mm. you have different experiences. Sometimes trying to hold off un petite button brush feels like trying not to shit your pants of the mind. Yeah, I'm with you Cass. Just, you, you're I'm walking along. Cass. You're walking along and you're like, oh, I have to stand still for a bit and I have to think pretty hard. Yep. And then okay. you realise you're holding you your breath. Shit your pants. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, enough, oh. enough. You, 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 you once is enough to know <laughs> what it feels like. I think I've shat my pants since. I no, but if you no, got to the point of almost. If you listen to the story, 
Yeah. I'm good at not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you've but ever been like, if I don't get to a bathroom. I know you, you know, that makes sense for me for you, though. Yeah. Like that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're, you're like. You're from to 1 to 100. Something? Yeah, yeah. Ever had food poisoning? Yeah, that yeah. week you had food poisoning when you came back from Fiji. Yeah, that was more. Fun. I don't think you were trying to hold it in. No, no, I didn't go anywhere. I just... No, but it's yeah. like that but instant being food like... poisoning where you're like walking along. Oh, no. like, I must stop. Mm. I must stop where I am and do un petite meditation and talk about how I am in control of my body and that nothing happens without it's my thing. It's like holding off a vomit where you're like, I yeah. just need to be still. For oh, a I don't sec. hold them off. You ever, have you ever been like queasy in a car? No. Was you know, like sitting in the car, drunk. just like looking straight ahead, and someone's uh, like, "Do you need to move seats?" Yeah. And you're like, "Nope. If I just do this, I'll be oh, okay." But I also can't look at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I guess I'm very much a homebody. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to vomit. Oh, good. So shitting yourself is happens in the right place for you. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I Shower. guess that answers my that question. Of... stress because he's home, so if he does shit himself, shower. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, the stress comes from being out, and if you do oh, okay. shit yourself, no, yeah, yeah. the stress there is if I have like a migraine when I'm also like having a bit of an upset tum. Yeah. Then it's like, which way do I go? Do I just go in the shower, or yeah. do I go in like on the toilet and then go in the shower and vomit? Because I've never, I've, I've always been like, do you vomit it, on your dick? I've always been. My theory is just go in the shower because then you just take care of everything. Yeah. Right. But like you can that's my, that in bleach. That's, that's fine. My, yeah, exactly. That's my theory. I've never actually had to have it in practice. Oh, but uh, I, we can convince co- conveniently enough. I think like many women have a bin next to the toilet, so just vomit in the bin. Oh, yeah. oh we, we we grew up a with a vomit bucket as well as toilet. <laughs> we had a vomit bucket. Vomit yeah. Yeah, we all have a vomit well, bucket. That's blue. also house is green. Oh, that's nice. Mine was clear, but it's also good for baking. Mm, I once filled the whole bucket up to the like to the like rim. Oh. It was a proud day for me. Don't you have a designated bucket that's for vomit? Yeah. No. All right. What? Why often you people vomiting in the, toilet, in the toilet? Well, they were, we, when we Enough were younger, when it, was, it was all, the, all of our vomit buckets. Yeah, it was yeah. It's a communal vomit I bucket. don't know it's if I like family. being in the minority in this room. <laughs> <laughs> when I feel like I'm the majority outside of this no, room. No, it is the communal, and it, it's a weird multi-purpose tool, but it's mainly for vomiting. Uh, see, ours are only for vomiting. Ours uh, is only for vomiting. No, we had an we, antique. Yeah. What? We had a plastic blue. We had an antique vomit I can, bucket. Next time you come, uh, when I get home, I will take a photo because I'm living with my friends again. I will take a photo of our vomit like tub <laughs> because it's like got a little. It's it's quite good for pouring. <laughs> okay, so it, it it gets washed. It's not. I, mean, like, I know that. <laughs> you can. I, I, don't, I don't like the image of vomit pouring out of a bucket. I'm sorry. Use it for other th- like pouring it into but the toilet. In a shower, yeah, yeah and stepping on the shit to squash it into the. It down. Well, I think if I'm sick, it's more liquidy. That's true. That's yeah. true. Valid point. <laughs> so it's not as Do you bad. count it well as shitting out. yourself if you're in the shower? No. Yes. I have shat See, myself yeah. in the shower. Uh, yeah, this so is where this feels like shitting yourself. Because okay. I've never done that, though. I've come right. close. But I can tell it. you for 100% as yeah. someone who has accidentally shit in the shower, yeah. it feels like shitting yourself. Yeah. It feels the same amount of shame. <laughs> okay. So it is shitting <laughs> Okay, okay. A very bad thing about that as well is because you are in somewhere steamy, your uh, nose and nasal oh, passages no. are opened up pretty yeah. wide so you're able to smell everything with a lot more clarity. Oh. It was a bad experience. Oh. <gasps> That's a nice, fun way to use that. Sometimes I throw essential oils into the shower and then turn the shower on steam so I get like a yeah. steam yeah, bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I use the, the eucalyptus oil. From- yeah, yeah. Oh, I love them. eucalyptus oils. Yeah, I use the green oil scent. from Indonesia, yeah. yeah eucalyptus and it. it's really good, helpful. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. But in yeah. point so is get... mental brushing of the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 
drifted so far off that path. Yeah, the, uh, yeah so... Feels so like she's... F- fuck to go from what we started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very serious. Yeah. Well, that's nah. yeah, what we are. Um, but yeah, so this, this whole, like, again, you know, there's been delays in shows, there's been all these kind of things, and all this, this is kind of... Why? Because it's it's hard to keep to a schedule that I have set myself. Yeah. When I feel sad, <laughs> um, and when there's sort of like an understanding of like, because there's no boss under on over my head being like, get it done. Yeah. Um. So I can't imagine being in this position that like me and my my wife have found ourselves in, but also being in a position where like having to go to work, like she was able to take two weeks off like mm. sick leave and. Um, I think having to use up either like all of her like leave and then like not getting paid for blah blah blah, yeah. but because we are in a position where like okay we've saved enough we can kind of do this whatever that it that we can take that time to grieve. Yeah, I can't imagine not. And I know again, I'll talking, cry at work. Fuck you. Well, that's again, that's fine. Um, plus, there's the whole losing yourself in something else kind of thing. Like there that. is that as, like, as, as a, if you sit at home, you're almost. Mm. Drowning in it, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And like there have been it. times where I've just sat down and focused on like, you know, editing or focused on what I found like just TV series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. You can just, you can zone out. Oh my God. What's happening to Buffy? I yeah, have to know. I need to know what's going on. Maybe this time at Sweets don't end up with Daisy and you're like, maybe this time it won't happen, but yes. it always does. Um, so yeah, it's a weird thing where, where you're like, I just want to focus on something else, but like at the same time being able to sort of take the time to grieve. So I I think as well, why we don't often talk about this is because, you know, the, the, the punishment in terms of taking that time off to work, like to not of, of taking that time off of work and then you don't get paid, which ends up compounding more stress and more problems. And so part of me is very thankful that I'm in the position I am to be able to take that time off to grieve, to feel the feelings that I'm feeling and to be able to kind of do that without the added pressure of being able to feed myself yeah. or support X, Y, or Z. And I can't imagine how hard it must be for people who have gone through that <laughs> to, to have to kind of put on that brave face to, to do a job that they are like, don't really even care for about at this moment. Yeah. yeah so it, <laughs> like it's not a competition thing at all, whatever, <laughs> but I, I remember hearing once because it's, it's stuck with, with me forever. And this mm. is a tragic, tragic story. Mm. Um, it was a comedian I was watching once online and he was talking about um, he's, he had a kid who was four years old yeah. and got cancer in and out of like stuff for like two years. <sighs> and the kid was getting just worse and worse over that time. Just more and more like, more and more terminal and he was talking about how fucked up it was because he had to work for his job as a comedian so he had like one of the stories was he was like getting up and like he's doing letterman or something and Mm. it's like he just found out before going up that like the the chemo that was meant to be doing better had got taken a turn for the worse and this time was really looking bad and he's like and i had to get up and do a fucking like performance (laughs) on letterman that day and he's like and i crushed like as in the crowd was like loving it and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah. There's it's something so there's something tangential about grief and comedy. Mm. Well, you're just going to be raw. You're it's just gonna it's be so very, raw. Yeah. very good. Yeah, but that's uh, so yeah. As an audience member, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not talking about the stuff yeah. on stage, but it's just the rawness. I think people yeah. feel that. No, because I I remember once I had, I had a friend pass away when I was like maybe twenty twenty two something like that, and mm. I just came into work and Zamet 
I think without knowing that I was going through that, was like, you've been exceptionally funny today. And I was like, cool, I'm trying not to cry. On the ball. Yeah, he was like, you're just killing it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's, mm. it's that, yeah, putting things at bay. But yeah, it, it, it. So to be a good comedian. So, yeah, kill those around you. <laughs> but yeah, I can't imagine what it must be like to have to do those kind of things. Mm. Um, again, I've been in such a great position in sort of surrounding myself in this sort of with the people I've surrounded myself with that I can take time off and they can kind of fill in gaps. And it's been, again, nice to be able to do that. Um, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Zoe B. I've been George. I've been Cass. And I'm not fine, but I hope you all are. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put summer in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 